Welcome to The Naked Truth. Peace to you. We're in the book of Numbers. That's what we're going to pick up at. The book of Numbers. It's the fourth book in the Bible. So it's the Old Testament. uh, Chapter 26. And we're going to begin with verse 1. And it came to pass after the plague that the Lord spoke to Moses and Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saying... So first thing, like I always say, forgive me if I pronounce any of these... Um, names or words wrong um and then the next thing is the Moses is the same um Ten Commandments Moses Aaron is his uh, brother um and Eliezer is the son of Aaron I just had to stop there and read over it again I was like wait a minute did it say he spoke to Moses and Aaron I was like Aaron's dead wait a minute so no, he's now Aaron is dead and he's now the Lord, it says, is interacting with Moses and his nephew, Eliezer, who is his brother Aaron's son. Um, and all of this, like I've said before, contradicts what the New Testament says about people talking to and seeing the Lord. But uh, just if you if it's your first time reading with me just by chance, it doesn't seem like anybody really is reading along with me. But just in case there is, you um you can read. John, the book of John, the fourth book in the New Testament, uh, and the, what the what we call the Gospels, and you can see at the very beginning of that book, chapter one, you can see that it contradicts what it says we just read right here, and both are in the Bible, so you have to decide what truth is to you and which one is true for you. Verse two, take a census of all, but we're going to just read it as it is. Just, you know, that's what we do here. We're just reading it as it is and trying to make sense of it. Verse two, takes a census of all the congregation of the children of Israel from 20 years old and above by their father's houses, all who are able to go to war in Israel. So that's why if you're using the same source I am, like a New King James Version Bible, you'll see that um, it labeled here, it's talking about the second census of Israel. So uh, just as a spoiler alert, that's what's about to happen. It's going to be like when it reads the this one begot that one, and then that one begot that one, that sort of reading. Um, we're going to, when we get to those, I'm just going to read through them because um, they can get to be t- real tedious real fast. And like I said, I'm not necessarily sure I'm pronouncing the names right anyway. So I'm just going to move on through them when we get to those sort of lists. And there may be more than one in this chapter. Um, So that's what it's talking about, numbering the people again. And the last time they did a census, I thought it was like a year ago. Um, But maybe more time has passed because maybe they didn't specify how much this time has passed since the... um, uh, at least I don't remember it, them mentioning um, where they were after that first one year anniversary of the emancipation of their proclam- their emancipation from um, enslavement in uh, Africa. I don't remember them mentioning a timeline again um, since then other than the 40 year sentence that they were sentenced to. And it's really surprising considering that that a lot of them haven't just sort of cashed cast caution to the wind and say, well, if if you're not going to get in anyway, what's the point of even trying to be righteous? Same sort of uh, energy or attitude or 
thinking, wrongful thinking that I had, foolish thinking that I had back when I was trapped in bad religious thinking that, oh, if you're gay, you're going to hell, that sort of thinking, which is popular in churches even now, even though it's not what Jesus actually said. And um, so at the very least, it shouldn't apply to Christians, even though similar things like that are in the Bible, yet that's not how it's preached in most any church and any church I've been in, but certainly not preached the way it's actually written in the Bible in any church I've been in. Anyway, um, so we're going to move through these verses, I guess, relatively fast if I don't go off on these um, diatribes on the side um, and keep it moving. Um, so we're just going to keep moving through them and I'll just stop at the things that stand up to me on the way this is kind of a long chapter but um and like i said it's mostly just names so let's keep reading verse three so moses and eliezer the priests spoke with them in the plains of moab by the jordan across from jericho saying so moses and eliezer sort of his new uh wingman now that his brother is gone is deceased um eliezer is um now are now addressing the people verse four Take a census of the people from 20 years old and above, just as the Lord commanded Moses and the children of Israel who came out of the land of Egypt. So they're basically relaying the message to the underlings to do what they're told and do another census. Verse 5, Reuben was the firstborn of Israel. The children of Reuben were of Hanak, the family of the Hanakites of Palu, the family of the Paluites. And here comes the name, the list of names, like I was saying. Um, and here also you can see the patterns and how the names go and how they continue throughout the Bible. So I'm just going to read through them now. Um, verse 6 of Hezron, the family of the Hezronites of Carmi, the family of the Carmites. These are the families of the Reubenites. Those who were numbered of them were 43,730. And the sons of Palu. What, and the son of Palu, excuse me, was Eliab. The sons of Eliab were Nemuel, Dathan, and Abiram. These are the Dathan and Abiram representatives of the congregation who were who contended against Moses and Aaron in the company of Korah when they contended against the Lord. So um, it's stopping to let us know who those two are. And it's those two who, like they said, they sort of had beef with Moses and Aaron trying to clout chase and then they ended up getting devoured literally the earth opening up and eating them alive them and anyone who's on their side that's those two who they're talking about there in the story that's how it happened for them if i'm remembering correctly um verse 10 and the earth open oh here it is and earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up together with Korah when that company died when the fire devoured 250 men and they became a sign so he's reflecting back on the same thing i was just telling about when they um thought that they were gonna step up and grab a little power and it ended up costing them and their loved ones their lives verse 11 nevertheless the children of Korah did not die so um even though um he was devoured like that his children made it, and they're still allowed to continue in the ministry, apparently. Verse 12, the sons of Simeon, according to their families, were of Nemuel, the family of the Nemulites, of Jemin, the family of the Jamanites, 
of Jechen, the family of the Jeconites, of Zerah, the family of the Zarites, of Shal, the family of the Shalites. These are the families of the Simeonites, 22,700. So that's what, about 66,000 so far? Verse 15, with the two combined so far. Um, the sons of Gad, according to their families, were of Zephron, the family of Zephronite, of the Zephronites, of Haggai, the family of the Haggites, Shuni, the family of the Shunites, Kuzi, the family of the Kuzites. I'm sorry. Of, <laughs> sorry, it's just how they so Of Osni, the family of the Osnites, of Eri, the family of the Arites, of Eroi, the family of the Aradites, uh, of Arali, the family of the Aralites, these are the families of the sons of Gad, according to those who were numbered of them, 40,500. So it's like up, up to 100,000 now. Um, the sons of Gad, of Judah were Ur and Onan, and Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan. Um, yeah, I think they had a backstory too. Um, but let's just keep reading because this is a long chapter. And their backstory, I would like to recall it correctly. Uh, verse 20 And the sons of Judah, according to their families, were of Sheila, the family of the Shelamites, Perez, the family of the uh, Parzites, of Zerah, the family of the Zarhites, and the sons of Perez were of Hezron, the family of the Hezronites, of Hamu, the family of Hamelites. These are the families of Judah, according to those who are numbered of them, 76,500. Um, so uh, about 180,000 now, um, uh, so far. Verse 23, the sons of Issachar, according to their families, were Tola, the family of Tolaites, of Pua, the family of the Punites, of Jeshub, the family of the Jashubites, of Shamron, of Shemron, the family of the Shemronites. These are the families of the of Issachar, according to those who are numbered of them, sixty-four thousand three hundred. So. Uh, Keeping count, like uh, we'll just keep it count, keep moving because they're gonna keep they're gonna end it up at the end for us anyway. So let's just keep reading. Um, the sons of Zebulon, according to their families, were of Sarah, the family of the Sardites, of Elon, the family of the Elonites, of Jalil, the family of the of the Jalalites. These are the families of the Zebulonites, according to those who are numbered of them. 60,500. The sons of Joseph, according to their families, by Manasseh and Ephraim, were the sons of Manasseh, of, the, of Meshur, the family of the Masherites, and Meshur begot Gilead, of Gilead, the family of the Gileadites. These are the sons of Gilead, of, uh, of Jezer. The family of the Jezerites, of Helak, the family of the Helakites, of Azrael, the family of the Azraelites, of Shechem, the family of the Shechemites, 
of Shemida, the family of the Shemidites, of Hefer, the family of the Hepharites. Now, Zelophehad, the son of Hefer, had no sons but daughters. And the names of the daughters of Zelophehad were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Terza. It's one of the few times that females get named in a genealogy um, enlisted in the Bible, and yet there they are. Um, not the prettiest or most graceful of names, but again, I might be pronouncing them wrong. And maybe they sound different in a different tongue. But at least they made it their names there listed among all these other men and sons of there are those ladies who made it. Verse 34, these are the families of Manasseh, and those who were numbered of them were 52,700. So we're up to about 450 half million so far. These are the sons of Ephraim, according to their families of Shuthaliah. Wow, wait a minute now, let's see. Shuthaliah, okay, let's go with that one. According to their family, to, let's start again. Verse 35. These are the sons of Ephraim according to the, their families of Shuthalah, the family of the Shuthalites, of Beecher, the family of the Bakarites, of Tahan, the family of the Tahanites. And these are the sons of Shuthalah, of Iran, the family of the Aaronites. These are the families of the sons of Ephraim, according to those who are numbered of them, 32,500. These are the sons of Joseph, according to their families. The sons of Benjamin, according to their families, were Bela, the family of the Belalites, Ashbel, the family of the Ashbelites, of Aharam, the family of the Aharamites, of Shufam, the family of the Shufamites, of Hufam, the family of the Hufamites, and the sons of Bela were Ard and Naaman, of, and the family of the Ardites of Naaman, the family of the Naamites. These are the sons of Benjamin, according to their families, and the, those who were numbered of them were 45,600. Uh, these are the sons of Dan, according to their families, of Shuham, the family of the Shuhamites. These are the families of Dan, according to their families. All the families of the Shuhamites, according to those who are numbered of them, were 64,400. So up to about 700,000, I would guess. I'm like estimating, guesstimating the sons of Asher. According to their families were of Jemna, the family of the Jemnites, of Jes Jesui, the family of the Jesuits, of Bariah, the family of the Berites. I don't know if that's the same Jesuits or if I'm pronouncing it right, but that's how it reads to me. Uh, verse 45 of the family of Bariah, of Heber, the family of the Heberites, of Malkiel, the family of the Malkielites. And the name of the daughter of Asher was Sarah. The, these are the families of the sons of Asher, according to those who were numbered of them, 53,400. The sons of, uh, let's see, 
Naphtali, Naphtali, I guess they probably just like the other Naphtali. The sons of Naphtali, according to their families, were of Jaziel, the family of the Jazelites, of Guni, the family of the Gunites, of Jezer, the family of the Jezerites, of Shelem, the family of the Shelemites. These are the families of Naphtali, according to their families, and those who were numbered of them were 45,400. These are those who were numbered of the children of Israel, 601,730. So that's, they added up for us. Cool. 601,730. And then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, so remember, that's not everyone. That's just those men of a certain age um, among the congregation. Um, not including the women or the children or males of other age groups that are outside of that age that are numbered there. But of that specific group, that's how many? 601,730. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, To these the land shall be divided as an inheritance according to the number of names. So um, now, letting uh, um, Mo, uh, according to the narrative, the Lord is giving Moses the um, directions on how to divvy up the land that they're going in to conquer and colonize. And it's to be by the name um, and the names of the ones who are to be like the heads of the areas, the tribe leaders and area regional leaders. Verse um, 54, the Lord is very much involved in all this, according to the narrative with the whole world and universe to tend to. That's what it says the Lord is tending to. Verse 54, to a large, large tribe, you shall give a larger inheritance and to a smaller tribe. You should give a larger, a smaller inheritance. Hopefully, I read that right. Each shall be given its inheritance according to those who are numbered of them. So, to a large, large tribe, you shall give a larger inheritance, and to a small tribe, you shall give a smaller inheritance. Each shall be given its inheritance according to those who are numbered of them. So that was what the census is for to see who, which tribes or groups have the most amount of people. So that presumably they'll need the most amount of resources so they'll get the larger inheritance the exact opposite of how things work in america and instead uh the people who are subsidized the most like i said before the most protected minority in america are the richest one percent that's where the resources go immediately whenever they're needed and called on again and again and again and again whereas the rest of the people get to stay divided over bs nonsense like religion like skin color like sexism like racism like homophobia like transphobia like all of those other different nonsense things while they get pickpocketed by the wealthy of all people but um that shows you the difference in what it was like back then um at least among this group of people at this moment because they do get corrupted also just another spoiler alert um so anyway verse 55 of the land shall be divided by lot they shall inherit according to the names of the tribes of their fathers verse 56 according to the lot their 
according to the lot, their inheritance shall be divided between the larger and the smaller. So pretty self-explanatory there that it's going to be broken up by tribe and the larger lots broken up, divided from the smaller ones, matching the territories. Verse 57, and these are those who were numbered of the Levites according to their families, so more nameless, of Gershon, the family of the Gershonites of Kohath, the family of the Kohathites of Merari, the family of the Merarites, Merarites. So going to more of those lists of names, I'm just going to read through them and um, just stop at what stands out to verse 58. These are the families of the Levites, the family of the Libnites, the family of the Hebronites, the family of the Mahalites, the family of the Mushites, and the family of the Makorahites, Korathites, I'm sorry, and Kohath begot Amram. The family of Amram, the name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, the daughter of Levi, who was born to Levi in Egypt, and to Amram she bore Aaron and Moses and their sister Miriam. So that's a little tid, interesting tidbit that they drop in there. They mention the name of Moses and Aaron's mama. She, I don't recall her name getting mentioned in his nativity, nativity story, but maybe it did, and I just forgot. We does the tea sometimes, or at least to me. So um, maybe that's what's happened. But um, it's letting us know here that... Um, sort of Moses lineage also is included and his so it almost reads as if it's not Moses writing it instead it reads like someone else documenting it because why would Moses write it like that instead of writing it as instead as the name of Amram's wife was Jochebed my mama why would he just mention that but instead he's or even say Jochebed the daughter of Levi who was born to Levi in Egypt and to Amram. She bore Aaron and Moses, myself, and our sister Miriam. And instead of reading the way it does, it reads like someone who's looked back on it and rewritten it or edited it somehow or passed it on, like someone who's narrated it and um, can passed it on. It doesn't read like someone who wrote it firsthand. Even though it's called one of the five books of Moses, that's not how it reads to me. I'm no scholar, but um, it doesn't read that way to me. Um, but anyway, that's a little tidbit about Moses and Aaron and their lineage. And his mama's name was Jochebed, if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, verse 60, Aaron were born Nadab and Abihu, Eliezer and Ithamar. And Nadab and Abihu died when they offered profane fire before the Lord. So that's one of those times where I call it instant karma. Even though I know that's not how karma works, but that's why I call it instant. And it's um where the Lord, quote unquote, is so upset at something that's happened that the person doesn't have to wait for retribution. Instantly, they get B-slapped. They get brought back right quick or their lives taken just like that. Like stricken by thunder, struck down by lightning. Um, not stricken by thunder. Yeah, like stricken by lightning or the earth opening up like the one we read about earlier. Um, or like Nadab and Abihu, the ones who were trying to do the righteous thing and make a burnt offering of incense. And uh, the Lord wasn't having it and struck them down. Um, but 
the same Lord, at least according to the word that's translated, name translated as Lord, if I recall correctly, Jehovah didn't seem to have any response at all when Dinah was attacked. And I know I bring that up again and again, but that's just the one that comes to mind by name. When you think about, um, when I think about some of the different um, horrible things that happen throughout the Bible, we're only in the fourth book. There's still plenty of horrible things to go. So let's keep reading. Verse 62, now those who were numbered of them were 23,000, every male from a month old and above, for they were not numbered among the other children of Israel, because there was no inheritance given to them among the children of Israel. So remember, they were sort of set apart in that sense. Their inheritance, um, well, we'll read. Verse 63, these are those who were numbered by Moses and Eliezer, the priest, who were numbered the who numbered the children of Israel in the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. So that gives you a ge- an idea geographically where all of this is happening at. And um the um the ones who don't specifically get numbered, uh that's why they don't get numbered. They were given a sort of different inheritance, a different allotment from the Lord to be theirs for their part in the service of the ministry. Um, let's see, verse 63. These are those who are numbered by Moses and Eliezer the priests. I think we just read that, yeah. So verse 64. But among these, there was not a man of those who were numbered by Moses and Aaron the priests when they numbered the children of Israel in the wilderness of Sinai. Oh, okay, so that gives us an um, idea how much time has passed. 40 years has gone by. This is the second census after they've wandered through the wilderness 40 years. And it's letting us know all those people who were alive during the first census has have passed away. All of them, including Aaron and Miriam. But Moses is still alive, at least the way it's reading, Moses is still alive. Even though, like I said, the verse about Moses' lineage wasn't really written like someone who's writing it firsthand would write it, in my opinion. But it's how it read, so that's how we read it. Um, But that's interesting. I didn't realize the 40 years had done passed by just like that. But um, it seems that's what it's saying, because all of those people are gone. And the Lord told them they aren't going to make it to the promised land uh, for their sass. That was, was the a punishment for some of the other sass they, spe- they spewed. And now they're all gone, every last one of them that are be- out of that age group. That's amazing. Verse 65, for the Lord had said to them, they shall surely die in the wilderness. So there was not left a man of them except Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun. So that's it. The only two that made it through those 40 years. That's interesting. That snuck up on me. I didn't see that happen coming um, with this chapter. But there it is. The wilderness years are up. They made it through. So that I'm guessing, I didn't look ahead, that the promised land years must be coming. And that generally means lots and lots of wars. If I recall right from my readings of the Old Testament. Um, But it's been a long time. So we shall see. 
Uh, we're going to have to see it either way at this point because that was the last verse in this chapter. So that's the end of this reading. As always, God bless you for joining me. Thank you for joining me. And I hope you'll join me again. We're making our way on through even the book of Numbers. Who knew? Stay safe. God bless you. And if you're interested in past readings, you can hear them here on this platform, Anchor, Spotify, and others. Or you, if you're an adult, you go to my platform, itshungtgirl.com, and click on the links there to get know, to know me. Body, mind, spirit, and soul. And if you're interested in the Naked Truth readings, focus on the spirit and soul pages there. I'm on, in the process of updating the site, so bear with me there as always. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time. God bless you, and peace be with you.